Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It's V, the Grill Economist, and I'm with my main man, El Cuco himself, working the airwaves, making sure the broadcast is coming out crispy and clean. You know what I mean? Check us out, roguenews.com, Rogue News on every single podcasting app, Note to Humanity, and also check out our paid sponsors, mycbdedibles.com, mycbdedibles.com, for all your CBD edible goodness. And if you go there and hit Rogue25 on checkout, that is going to give you a 25% discount on the finest CBD products on God's green earth with an emphasis on green. And with that being said, Okuko, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Doing great, bro. How you doing, man? Everything everything going well? Oh, man, just uh, keeping busy, man. It's been... Oh, this fall is probably the busiest fall ever. It really is. It's been crazy. I think uh, this fall is going to be crazy. I think the winter is going to be crazy. I mean, this is usually my busiest month. It's like fall through the winter. It's just a mad dash until the end of the year. Then there's a little bit of a break, a little bit of lull between January and February. And then you start picking up mid-March, and then you're running until, like, end of June. It's going to be, you know, freaking freaking nuts. It's freaking nuts, bro. You know, how about you? Absolutely. Yeah, no, no, no. Everything, Everything's going great. Uh, it is just um, just some very interesting times. I I tell you what, I know we have a topic list, but, you know, I, I, I don't like the direction that things are heading uh, with Taiwan, it, it it apparently looks like uh, the U.S. is forming a coalition, and I know a lot of people say, oh, nothing's going to happen, nothing's going to happen, but when you're trying to preserve the world reserve currency, um, man, these, these people are nuts. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I think, uh, well, when you look at it this way, right, I think uh, the U.S. is, de- it, 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 the U.S. is in a very, very precarious situation. Right when it comes to Taiwan, and you got guys out there who, you know, I was like, I'm still Crowder, which you know, I, I follow Crowder. I, I enjoy his domestic uh, social commentary. I find it to be hilarious his domestic uh, social commentary. Then you see these guys who don't know jack shit about the international scope of things. They start commenting on Taiwan and China. I'm just like, oh god, I'm face palming myself. The U.S. is in a very, very precarious situation. And I say they're damned if they do, and they're damned if they don't. 
Here's the thing. Regardless of what the U.S. is going to do in the next couple of weeks, the next couple of months, um, Taiwan will be in China's total control. There's no doubt about it. Okay, There's no doubt about it in my mind. Taiwan belongs to China, historically has always belonged to China. I mean, this is the equivalent of, of uh, I don't know, let's say, uh, um, you know, uh, you know, a state uh, in the United States, um, you know, breaking away and saying, hey, you know what, uh, we're on our own. But, you know, it, it, but, but, it, but even more significant than that. And the reason why I say that they're damned if they do and they're damned if they don't, and I also believe that there's a lot of hype surrounding this, okay, is, you know, number one, the U.S. has been putting together the quad, all right? The U.S. has been putting together for years a strategy ever since the Obama Asian pivot. They've been putting together a strategy in order to harass China in order to curtail China, in order to, to interrupt the Chinese economic development. And they've done this through the freedom of provocation, which I, you know many known as the freedom of navigation, in the South China Seas. And they've done this because they understand that taking out China, China is the cornerstone of the Eurasian economic federation that's, that's being grown up here. China is the cornerstone of the One Belt, One Road Initiative. It is the cornerstone of the multipolar world. And the unipolarists, the globalists, the, the psychos who run D.C. And, and, and in London, and they believe if they can take it out, if they could flick or they could uh, knock out the cornerstone, that the entire Eurasian multipolar world will come falling apart. If they take out China, then all of a sudden... Uh, all the development will stop in Africa. If they take out China, then all the development in Asia will stop. If they take out China, Europe will have no place to go. If they take out China, Russia will fall. If they take out China, then the Middle East and, 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 the, and, and the Hindu Kush mountains and the regions in Afghanistan and, and, and in Pakistan will fall and Iran will fall if they take out China. That's their goal. That's their hope. That's their dream. And they think for one second, they think for one second that they can do this somehow with an overstretched, overwrought, demoralized military that is way, way underfunded at this point in terms of having any sort of fieldable tactical advantage. They think they can do it utilizing Taiwan. And they think that if they have an air defense zone or an air defense identification zone, an ADIZ set up in, China, in Taiwan, where 70% of that air defense zone happens to go directly into the uh, Chinese border, they think they can use that as some sort of provocation. What do I think is going to happen in Taiwan in the next coming weeks, the next coming months? Probably nothing. We're going to hear a lot of rhetoric. Right, but per chance, okay, because there's a lot of drama, you got a lot of people in the West. The Chinese want Taiwan because they want the semiconductors. 
not realizing that already China is already working on seven nanometer and five nanometer chips already. You can thank Huawei for that one. So they're thinking that, okay, you know, the, the, the Taiwanese um, government, the current ruling party in Taiwan, which was put there by a great deal of Western or U.S. meddling. So the party that's in charge of Taiwan is advocating war with its biggest trading partner, which is China. And again, I, po I pose the question, how does this benefit the people of China? I'm sorry, of, of Taiwan. It doesn't. It only benefits the globalists. And then the U.S. says, we're going to get together the quad. First of all, the election of Kirishi in Japan, it kind of kicked the nuts in the quad. Okay, it kind of kicked the quad in the nuts, right in the groin. There was a groin lock that occurred. Pow! Right there, a little, a little ninjutsu move. Little karate kick straight from the Japanese right into the balls of the United States. The second thing that's not going to happen with the quad and this coalition of the willing that the United States are going to try and slap together is India. Indians are going to do their own thing. They've been doing it forever. They've been doing it for decades. They've been one of the neutral, non-aligned nations, right? And the Indians, though they have their spat with the Chinese, and though they've had some border skirmishes with China, the Indians are still members of the SCO. The Indians are still very, 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 very close friends with Russia. And if there's a choice between working with the United States <laughs> on the heels of its disastrous Afghanistan and global war on terror policy, if the Indians had a choice between working with exceptional Stan or working with Russia, they're going to pick Russia every single day and twice on Sunday. The reason being is because Russia is India's closest ally. And the Russians are not going to sit there and allow India to get into a spat with the Chinese just to make the Americans happy. Everybody knows the American is the weakest man on the table here. Everybody knows you can't trust the crackhead. That's what America is. America is the crackhead on the global main street. America is the crackhead. He's walking around. He's got stolen goods he stole from other people. Hey, man, you want to buy this VCR? $10. Let's not do anything, man. That's America. Scratching. Scratching his face. He's always got the itchies. He's itching all over the place. He on crack. Looking like Tyrone Biggums from The Chappelle Show. It was a wonderful skit. So the crackhead on the global stage wants people, wants everybody else to trust me. Trust me, says the crackhead. I'm the crackhead. I know what I'm doing. We're going to form a quad. <laughs> We're going to bring Taiwan aboard. And, and, and in Taiwan, the crackhead has made sure that he, that he meddled in the elections of Taiwan to have similar like-minded crackheads in the government of Taiwan. Everybody. And the crackhead is so stupid 
And the crackhead is filled with morons in Washington, D.C. that the crackhead actually thinks that other nations like Taiwan and and nations like Japan and India are going to go ahead and get involved in a suicide pact just to make the crackhead and his imaginary world hegemony go further. Exceptional Stan is smoking a massive crack pipe the likes of which the world has never seen. An exceptional stand is damned if he does, damned if he don't. China knows exceptional stand's full of shit. They know America's been hitting that crack pipe and hitting it hard. So this is what's going to happen. If there is military conflict, it will be very short, it will be contained, and Taiwan will be rapidly taken. And the U.S. ain't going to do shit about it. They're not going to do anything about it. And I think, strategically, it works to China's advantage. They're going to punk the United States in front of the world stage. See, the U.S. has already gotten punked in Afghanistan. And, folks, let me explain something to you. China is not Afghanistan. It ain't a bunch of guys on horseback with black pajamas and AK-47s. It's a country that that has that has the entire South China Sea bristling with DF-21, Dongfen-21 anti-ship missiles with hypersonic glide vehicles. I mean, you name it. Very advanced weaponry. Very advanced electronic warfare. What's the U.S. going to do? It's just going to sit there and shrug. Because right now, we're in the middle If you haven't noticed, folks, and I think the global planners want that to happen. The global planners want the last vestiges. Okay, not the global planners, but the globalist planners who run run exceptional stand. They want America to take a massive L. They want the United States to take a massive loss because they're already losing world currency status. How do I know that? See, did they not announce last week that they're going to print... They're going to mint a $1 trillion platinum coin, start they paying did. off the debt. <laughs> they did, yeah. That, that's that's the stupidity that we've arrived at. <laughs> CJ, I'm going to write my – you and I should – like you, you suggested this, that we should just take a piece of paper and mark our own currency and pay our bills with it, right? Yes, Yeah. yeah. Or, 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 or take our dollar bills. Take our, our marker and just add zeros to it. That's Take it. All your dollar bills and just, just <laughs> yeah. or, 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 you know what? Just get crowns out. Just get crowns out and That's do it with it. crowns. See, I think and we should mark up a whole bunch of bills. dude. I think we should mark up a whole bunch of dollar bills and drive around and start buying off multi million dollar profit properties. <laughs> <laughs> you see, let's go to the Ferrari dealership. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna. We can get matching Ferrari La Ferraris, man. Let's do it. Let's go get it. matching Porsches. Let's go. We just get a couple of dollar bills and write some zeros in with sharpies. It's the same thing. We should do it and record that. That'd be that'd be awesome. We should just see to see say. the viral reaction, <laughs> dude. We should pull something off like that. But that's the equivalent of what the United States is doing. I mean, this was set out. They're literally following the prescription of Paul Krugman. Paul Krugman, who's an idiot. Paul Krugman, who I called him out that this is a listen, you, you don't trust <laughs> you don't trust the advice of somebody that looks like Paul Krugman. This is somebody 
who, first of all, if you look at him, he looks stupid. He looks like an idiot, okay? But his own, oh my God, I'm crying, see. Paul Krugman is a is a man who lives with a bunch of cats. Okay. <laughs> oh, see, I'm getting crabs. I'm laughing so hard. Oh my God, I need, to, I need to compose myself. Paul Krugman is a man who lives with multiple cats. Okay, Paul Krugman, he has the look in his eye as a man who smelled way, who inhaled way too many, too much kitty litter. Okay. That's what Paul Krugman looks like. And he's a Nobel Prize winning economist, which shows you again that this whole Nobel Prize nonsense is nothing but a bunch of garbage. Okay. Paul Krugman is the one who, who, who postulated, I think back in 2011 or 2012, that, hey, if you want to pay off the national debt, we'll just mint a platinum coin and put $2 trillion or $1 trillion on it and pay off the national debt. That's Paul Krugman, right? And um, so the thing with Krugman is it, it, it's hilarious to see that the U.S. government, the, the Democrats and the U.S. government are actually thinking about this. This is a joke. This is insanity. But this is also a signal that their Ponzi scheme is about over. So the globalists are like, look, this whole thing is coming apart. We just put it out there that we just mint a, a trillion dollar coin and, 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 and uh, get out of here yep. and, and, and try to and lose. fix our problems. And fix, fix our problems, problem, right? So maybe they want to lose. Uh, maybe they want to lose uh, whether, you know, if they allow the Chinese to go ahead and take Taiwan and they can do nothing about it and they have no military action. The U.S. has no military action. Guess what? It just shows again that the U.S. got punked. They're not the biggest, baddest wolf on the block. They're not the biggest, baddest, you know, bully on the block, as, as they would want, you know, you to think. And on top of that, okay, on top of that, they, if, if, if the U.S. does respond militarily, then they'll lose. So if they do nothing, they lose. And if they respond militarily, they lose. It's a lose-lose scenario. But if they respond militarily and they get blown out of the water, that's an overnight collapse of the world reserve currency. But if they do nothing, that's going to be another impact to their image that holds their image together as, as, as the protector of the world reserve currency. And if that gets cracked, at least there's going to be a few more years left before the entire house of cards falls apart. Mm. Right? If that reputation gets shattered, because look, people say, well, the dollar's not backed by anything. That's not true. Yeah, the dollar's not backed by gold. And someone say, oh, the dollar's backed by oil. No, in reality, the dollar's backed by the United by the power of the United States military. Most importantly, the United States Navy. It is the Navy that ensures safe and you know protected trade corridors throughout the entire world. It's the Navy that protects it. It's a blue water Navy that ensures sh safe shipping. So if they take a so if they take a military, if they, if they respond militarily to China taking Taiwan, then guess what? It's an overnight collapse of the U.S. dollar. <laughs> it's it, folks. Wrap it up. You know, shit's about to hit the fan. You're going to wake up and you're done. I mean, in, ter in terms of your, your finances, it's over. Your bank accounts are going to be bailed in. Everybody's gonna be everybody and their grandmother's gonna be dumping US bonds. The ESF and the Fed can't buy it up fast enough in time, and the game's over. 
the markets will implode the next day. It will be over. Now, if they don't respond militarily and they just let it happen, it's going to be a massive in-your-face against the United States. It's going to be a massive punking of the United States. The United States will get punked on a global scale. And then what happens? It will take years for the ramifications of that to play itself out. But it buys you time. So either way, they're screwed. Are they going to be screwed in the short term by responding militarily and it'll be, it'll be a done deal overnight? Or long term by allowing it to happen? Either way, they're done. And guess who? Guess what? In, in this situation, just like the Taliban said, remember what the Taliban says, the Americans have all the clocks, but we have all the time. And in this regard, Americans have all the clocks again, but China has all the time. Siege. You know, it's... If we're in normal times, which obviously we're not, right? Like if, if things were normal, right? But right now, up is down, left is right. You know, two plus two is five. <laughs> There's 25 genders. If we're in normal times, I think it'd be easy to assess this, right? But yep. in these current times, it's, it's, it's not. So I always, I always put that variable in there is that we are not navigating through normal times. And the clear sign of... And, and, and here's my fear. Everything that you said is absolutely true, right? Yep. The, the, the problem is, is that the, the neocons and the sycophants that run the United States government do not realize that. No. They don't understand it. They don't realize it because they're living in this la-la land that we, we just witnessed the greatest exit strategy ever of Afghanistan. Uh, we, 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 built the bit, we built the best uh, government of we, freedom and liberty to Iraq you know all these things that make believe we have the best stock market ever. Ever. You know. You know we live a land a land of of lies and 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 that's to me is part of the of the dilemma because they have they have reached this point now they have reached this point on a global stage that you know being mocked at being laughed at because of everything that transpired and I and I think that V they look at Taiwan as their last stand 